Oh, well, we don't. That's not an official. It's, you know, we're... Is that not one of the first eight? No. But Death Proof is only a half, so maybe that should be the other half. Ah, too shame. No, Death Proof is its own film. Grindhouse is... America. Yeah, well. Welcome. It's another week. Excuse me, my name is Andrew Jones. I'm a cinephile. And I... I, 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 I love cinema so much so... That I won't go back to them for another year, probably. I'm Johnny Ellis, and I'm really mad. And Are I'm you ready mad? to go back to the cinema? Are you day mad? opens? So much for movies that you would host a podcast called Are You Movie Mad? I would co-host it. You would co-host. I'd let someone else do all the editing and the producing, the planning, yeah. scheduling, everything else. Well, I mean, you know I need to get my own life in order before I can get anything else in order. So. What's been great is the last uh, five months of this podcast, we had one film scheduled and it's been Tenet. So that's been <laughs> great. Yeah. We, we, we got invited to a very early screening. Christopher Nolan said, I'm going to do this screening for you guys because I love you guys so much. He kept using the word guys. I thought it was weird. <laughs> and you'll be able to see it first, but then you'll be able to see it again when it definitely comes out in the uh, July 7th weekend. Yeah. And he kept to his word. <laughs> His word what is the date at the, what is the, the current date at the moment? Uh, um, I think it's August 12th now. 12th of August. I wonder what... <laughs> who By the knows. time this episode comes out, in three days' time, yeah. how far back it'll be pushed again. Because, like, you know, it's this is what all the cinemas are betting on, isn't it, really? Yeah. No, one, no one's betting on Mulan. Because no I guess it's betting. a remake and... You know. No one likes Jet Li. Um... But uh, but yeah, it's gonna. I wonder if this will change the cinema's idea of opening earlier. What, like at three a.m.? Yeah, <laughs> I think you're thinking time. Time is not the travelling they're doing in Tenet. They said so. <laughs> it's theoretical, well, whatever. But it's not time travel. So three a.m. doesn't really matter. But it's a it's a different director we're focusing on this week. Not, no, uh, not Chris Nolan. Nope, definitely Chris Nolan. No, no, no. Sorry, Chris, Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan. How many films has Chris Nolan done? Has he even done eight? <sighs> He's right safe. Following, Memento, right. Insomnia, Batman Begins, Prestige, oh, yeah, Dark Knight, Inception, Dark Knight Returns, Interstellar, Danny Kirk was his tenth, Tenet was his eleventh. Right, okay. But uh, you said Dark Knight Returns. Sorry. See, you that's, never did a film Dark Knight Returns, actually. Dark Knight I, I think you that film just put so my glasses titled, That film was so badly titled that calling it Gotham City would have been a better choice, or ultimately <laughs> The Caped Crusader, as it should have been called. The Caped Crusader? And, yeah, because you had mm-hmm. Batman Begins, then The Dark Knight, which is another title for him, and then The Caped Crusader, another title for him. Fair enough, yeah. That way you remove the Batman from it and you explore what he is to other people when you explore the legend of him, Mr. Wayne. <laughs> and also you don't tell a story which is utterly boring for two hours and 40 minutes or so. That it's strange how it is really kind of, It drags on. Like, I've, I've caught it a couple of times on um, Sky Movies the last few weeks and I kind of want to watch it up to the point of um, uh, Bane. The back is broken. Back. Yeah. Um, just to, just to rewatch that just scene and see how it is. But um, but I can't even get up to that point because it's just like it plods along. Yeah, it's a very boring film. And when I went to see it, I, yeah, I went to the not the multimedia, but the uh, week of release press screening, the all access mm. one, because oh. that that was the day that was the morning before the evening screening. Right. So I got there first. Ha ha ha! Even they didn't invite me, mm. bastards. <laughs> I saw it, and other people came out and like, oh, that was the best. That, that was five stars. We love it. Because at that point, it was like they were going to give it five stars anyway. Yeah. And I was the only one saying, that wasn't good, you guys. That wasn't good. And for years, everyone hated the fact that I said it wasn't a good film. And the last year and a half, I've suddenly seen people go, actually, it's kind of a shit film. It doesn't work. 
Yeah, it really doesn't. Why were you so angry at me for half a decade? I did the uh, triple bill at uh, the Odeon Leicester Square. Mm. But uh, Dark Knight Rises didn't start until uh, 8 o'clock in the morning. So the whole thing started at like midnight. Because I guess they couldn't do a midnight screening of Dark Knight Rises. They could do it for Uh, Dark Knight Returns though. Yeah. Did I ever tell you my cousin went to see Dark Knight Rises uh, with his partner and they ended up going into the, the wrong screen at the multiplex? Oh, and they, no. got in, they got in halfway through the Dark Knight Rises and they didn't realise. And I think, I want to say it was up, it was at the point where he gets his back broken or something. Um, and it was like, oh, what, a, what an amazing opening scene. And then they oh, watched welcome the, to the movie. And then it and then it got to it, it ends with the title card, <laughs> and he was like, "That was a big, that was a big introduction." And then the credits, and everyone got off, and he was like, "And then I realised why people were looking at me as I walked into the cinema and found my seat." <laughs> so they watched the second half of the film, then went back to watch the first half of the film that they missed. Well, anyway, we're not talking about uh, Christmas; we're talking about. Uh, Another director who another um, director who could make a film shorter if he wanted to, but definitely just well, he sometimes he finds himself unchained, and uh, what he should be doing is find an editor that will keep up with him, like Sally used to. Oh, poor Sally, I miss Sally. Sally. Was Django the first non-Sally? Yes, it was, and you can tell by the fact that it's nearly three fucking hours, and it should have been two hours fifteen. It should have been shorter and swifter and more punchier. Um, it drags, Mother Filippo, it drags. I always thought that it should have ended as he rides away, uh, having grabbed a dynamite. Um, I always thought that was a good like end point, but I guess he needed that last extra ten minutes or so. But um, yes, we're talking about uh, Quentin Tarantino. Who? Um, the man who made me the man I am today. Oh my god, your little cutie pie. My little cutie pie. Ugh. You know, on um, Grand Theft Auto, my um, no, uh, what is it? What do you call it? Your your clan name or something? Is it a clan? Was it gang? Your gang, gang affiliation. Yeah. So my gla- my gang initials your gang are Q T P I, Q T P I. Um, well, mine's the T B B B because it's the big bad baddies. <laughs> What's the weakest worst name for someone who's trying to sound hard? I want to sound like the worst human being possible, which is why I also play his character, who is basically whacking Phoenix in her. <laughs> all, um, all dark salmon reds. So you've you've seen this uh, documentary before, haven't you? You, you? you watched it like week of release or something, didn't you? Yeah, uh, definitely. Q, QT8. Yeah, I definitely watched eight. this before. Didn't wait for you. I thought you did watch it. No, I no. I watched half of it, chapter one, one. one oh, so. Fine. I'm get sure. Chapter two. No, I, I never. seem to remember asking you what you thought of it, and you're like, "Yeah, it was alright." So yeah, I was quite. I thought it was alright. To... I thought it chapter one was alright. Uh-huh. That that was what I said. Hey, you put that joke in there three years ago, and yeah. then you try and run away from it. <laughs> I will make you suffer. I will eat, make you eat every single word you've ever said to me. This is why I don't have any friends. Um, oh, you've got me. No, I don't. You're acquaintances. You're, 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 um, you're on the other side of London. I know. There's no place well, like London. What do you think you were going to get from this story? It kind of annoys me a bit that it's only about the first eight. It, you know, it was done too early. You know? No. No, it was done I at the right time. Wait until the tenth film comes out and then do a documentary and the whole they will a lot of other people will but some person obviously just couldn't wait which means this is desperate (laughs) this will be empty and void void of anything we don't already know and just purely that's what i'm hoping i'm hoping i find if i find one thing i didn't know already i'll be happy Um, then it's just a picture of tarantino in a maga cap (laughs) oh we all know that (laughs) we've all seen that picture i've got it hanging up on my bedroom wall here why would you hang it up? Why not? I mean, it's... That's when you have, it's... you know, on the floor so you can hug. <laughs> oh, no, I've got one on the ce- on the ceiling so I can wake up to it. 
and just look up at my little cutie playing. I'm sorry. I'm meant Tarantino is not Henry Golding. You're not meant to look up. <laughs> um, so, do you remember that? Do you remember that? What? What? what when did that film come out? <laughs> Fuck it. What? Last Christmas. Oh, fascinating. <laughs> God. It's um, the only so, time we'll ever be able to do this joke. So that's Think cool. about that. Um, so, um, what? Um, what are your favourite? We, we've kind of done this before, that's but let's. <laughs> Be- this is you wanting to watch a film about Tarantino again because you live in the world of Tarantino. I do. We did spend two hours and forty minutes discussing him <laughs> last year, when a film that yeah. came out that was also two hours and forty minutes long was in discussion. Oh, so we, we've delved into the Tinos. Yeah, but still, I you know I revisited all his films. Well, seen all of his films. films. In um, on film, except for Django, oh. the one I've never seen on film. Um, yeah, I I revisited them all this week, and it was just so nice to kind of go back to because I haven't watched any since Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I've watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood like once or twice this year, probably. Yeah, um, back to it this year. I've been meaning to but late. before Hollywood came out. Uh, I I rewatched his films um, just to get myself in the mood, and so it's been about a year. Um, so it's just nice to nice to get back into They're it. Changed? You know, Have they got but, older? Um, Profuse use of the M word still awkward. Yeah, um, throughout. Reservoir Dogs was the, uh, the the toughest one to get through for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pulp Fiction was a bit. Three minutes, so. Yeah, Pulp Fiction was a bit iffy but it was it still gave me warm feelings inside because i remember the first time i watched it strangely enough i rewatched um hateful eight last night and I, i had such a fun time with it um as soon as the opening credits begin with that amazing score it just brought me right back to being sat in the odeon Leicester square for the first screening of the day in 70 millimeters, dragging my friends up from uh, Chichester to come see it, and um, and it just made me just made me miss being in a cinema. And I was telling someone last night, and they're like, "Did you not? I thought you didn't like Hate Flight." And I was like, "Yeah, I've kind of come to respect it. I've grown to respect it in the last few years." But even so, rewatching it last night it was like, I know what I I still remember the feelings of like. I'm not too sure about this by the time the interval came around, but it didn't make me not miss it, you know? Yeah. But, oh, okay. you know, also, who cares? <laughs> At this point. Thanks. It's just... Yeah, uh, no. Know. Who even likes Tarantino anymore? Really? What's he done, Do what's not... he done, for, what's he done for me lately? <laughs> What's he done for you lately? Once yeah. upon a time in Hollywood, he's given me last two year. And that. Yeah, that's lately. No, what's he done for me lately? Well, hopefully he's working. Three on, episodes uh... of a podcast. Yeah, he talks about Dunkirk and uh, Unstoppable and King of New York. What's he done for me lately? <laughs> I mean, he should be ever present in your life. He um... should be, but he's not here, is he? Where is he? <laughs> What's, what's he, he doing so important? He's busy. He's busy working. What's he busy, busy doing? Writing, writing episodes of um. What is the show Bounty he's Law. doing? Bounty Law. Um, I really. I, is also he not busy with a child? Yeah. Well, what's he done too. for me lately? He hasn't given me a child. <laughs> um, <laughs> rewatching uh, Django Unchained as well made me realise I should really read the Django Zorro comic book that came out a couple of years after the film do you know about this i don't know anything about this i know a friend who knows something about it i can see him walking up over right now hello me zolo well how did you find working with Django? i found he was uh, nice in boots <laughs> Right. I got nothing else. Bye bye. <laughs>
Um, you know they're doing apparently they're doing a film. I don't know if it's an animation or anything, but they it's in the works. How many years are it's Puss in Boots? Twenty twenty two animation. <laughs> yeah. Touché. Um, you see how bad cats can be when it's just humans. <laughs> but yeah, I kind of really want to read that. Um, what are you hoping is going to be Tarantino's tenth and final film? I want a sexy sci-fi. Do you actually? Is that what I you want actually... one which is set on a space station? And it's a group of people hanging out, making jokes, and trying to restart humanity out in the lost emptiness. For Tarantino? Just Tarantino's Valerian. Because <laughs> then you I have mean... all these different planets together in one city and do bits and pieces with everything and have like a cultural connection and then a lot of CGI I am I'm just really really hoping and holding out for a sequel to Kill Bill that doesn't have to be his 10th and final film you can do that under you know another alias no I think that's got to be his 10th why because he's done done two Kill Bill's already. Why does he want to do a? He's a, done a, one Kill Bill. Uh, I think I'll find those two films released at different times of the year, different Blu-rays and DVDs. Yeah, but you buy, well, you buy a box one film, right? and you buy. Yeah, well, so do they do that for the Matrix Reloaded and Revolutions and Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, and At World's End. So, so on the clapperboard for Kill Bill, did it have Kill Bill, and then did it have Kill Bill Volume Two? Okay. But on the clapperboard for Solo, what did it say? Don't know. Red Cup. Right. <laughs> doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what's on the clapperboard. Silly bugger. Damn it. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I just really hope. I, 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 I would love another Kill Bill because that is his greatest film. Well, Still, I think. You're, you're, you're wildly wrong in every respect. <laughs> And that's fascinating. If you love him so much, how you can be so wrong about having him <laughs> so wildly, wildly broken and fractured about All right, what's, someone's What work. do you think? What's his greatest film then? The Glorious Bastards. No question. There is no debate on this one. <laughs> it might just be his masterpiece. Oh, yeah, he says that himself, yeah. But... <sighs> Rightly so. It's a it's... correct claim. Mm. Funny, I don't know, I... dark, tense, brutal, revisionist in the best way possible. If you don't like a film where Hitler gets shot to ribbons and Nazis get burnt up, I'm sorry, <laughs> but in this day and age... I'm not saying I don't like it. it. No, I'm you're not saying, saying I don't like it. You're saying you'd rather watch Uma Thurman beat up black women and Asian women. <laughs> what the fuck is Whoa. wrong with you? <laughs> you want, you want a, a blonde white woman to beat up she's different killing, races. She's, she's killing a man. She's taking down the patriarchy. No, she's not. She's killing all the women so that she could get to the man. She's <laughs> taking out her competition so she could be number one. It's a fractured situation within uh, the world where there's a, to- there's, there's a token woman in a world of this. men. I'm not twisting it. It's truth. <laughs> Michael Madsen sits there and he basically is unharmed for most of it because she's not wanting to kill him. He's just there. He's too easy. He's too easy to kill. So she she deals with the the tough stuff first, Definitely. which is you know our strong independent women like Venetia Green, uh, who? Yeah, Venetia Green. Oh, the school mother. Yeah. Um, so she breaks Owen into Ishii. the house. She breaks into the house of an African American school <laughs> mom and kills her in front of her child and gets away. with <laughs> The police turn a blind eye because oh, she's white. For now, until we get to... Black Lives Matter, Oh, my God. This is ridiculous. <laughs> no, not, not, that's not ridiculous. They do matter. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Damn you. Um, <laughs> God. I had a point. No, yeah, she gets away with it for now until the daughter returns to kill her thanks to the training of um, L Driver. A blind L driver. Well, we cancelled L driver last week after it came out what he did. 
No, that's Baby Driver. No, that's Ansel L. Driver. <laughs> well, um, so have you not watched any of this at all? In no, I don't, any... I've never seen the trailer. I don't know if it's narrated or if it's just a bunch of uh, talking heads or if it's just David Burns singing some songs by the talking heads. Okay. Let's so stop making sense. Who are you hoping to see? Uh, Danny Trejo. Uh, I want to see Michael Shannon pop up. Is Billy Shotor around? He could do something. What, for a, ta- a Quentin Tarantino? Yeah, just have a conversation about the fact that Quentin Tarantino exists. It's like, yeah, I'd like to be in one of his films. Yeah. <laughs> That's my Danny Trejo. Oh, I thought that was your um, uh, Michael. Michael <laughs> yes. Yeah, like a me. Um, I'm in The Last Jedi. Yeah. I mean, who who do you think they would have got for this? Madsen. He's probably yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shemi? No, he's busy. He's you know he's coaching the King of Staten Island. Yeah, he is. Who who is famous? Ah. Uh, Daniel Brawl? Do you reckon Daniel Brawl gives like five minutes? Maybe. Cat face. Yeah. He could have been in Cats and it didn't need CGI. He's got a face. <laughs> He's gorgeous. <laughs> He's got a cat face. Um, I don't know. Ving Rhames? If they gave, you know, about five dollars, he'll probably turn up. What, buy him a milkshake? That's a reference to if they, if, they, if they promise that it's going to be a straight-to-DVD movie, he'll definitely show up. <laughs> that seems to be his MO. Oh, or, you know, Piranha 3 Double D. Tell him it's a Mission Impossible film. Oh, he knows when the Mission Impossible film <laughs> They come to his house, they roll out the red carpet because they care. Tom Cruise oh. runs down the red carpet and then knocks the door <laughs> on them. And then runs off again. He plays down Ginger. <laughs> He's really good. You'll never be able to catch him. Because he's so you, thought, you thought George Clooney was the prankster, but it's the cruise boy. Werner <laughs> <sighs> oh. <Werner> Herzog. <laughs> Lamenting that uh, he's never been cast in a film. And, and not Tom all Cruise the films that Tarantino's him. done are the films that he wanted to do first, but Tarantino got some. It was a terrible time. I was so looking forward to making a film about Germany. Do you think Rodriguez would pop up? His brother? Michelle. Yeah, <laughs> she'll come up. But she, she'll be playing Letty from uh, Fast and Furious 6, so <laughs> there'll be, uh, she'll be like, I don't know what happened. I can't remember. Do I hate <laughs> him? Did he kill me? I don't know. No, he killed Bill. Deckard Shaw has been telling me. <laughs> Sorry, Owen Shaw, isn't it? Deckard Shaw's Jason Satham. They've got stupid names. Owen Shaw Didn't should they be have different Satham. names at one point. Deckard Shaw should be, you know. That Je- Deckard Shaw sounds like that's uh, Luke Evans. It's me, Deckard yeah. Shaw. Wonderful. <laughs> Everyone's Welsh. Who would Let's you like to see turn up in a Tarantino film? Like, who? what actor would you love Tarantino? Oh, what actor? Well, that changes everything else. Paul Giamatti. Oh, my God. Look at my feet. I'd like to with... chaps. Mm. I'd like to see him work with um, Pacino one more time. Because Pacino oh, didn't get remaining much to do. Yeah, but he didn't. I'd like. I'd like what, a film. What, what do you want then? What a picture. Yeah. True. Right, Dalton, double feature. Come on, that's that's all you need. Yeah, I suppose so. Wanting more is greed. He could play Bill's brother in Kill Bill Volume 3. The second Kill Bill film. I don't see how that would work. Could work. I don't see how that would work. They'd have to call it Kill Bill, the sequel, but also Volume 3, but also just the sequel, and definitely the second film in the franchise. But in no, the I imagine box set, the sequel... In the box set, there are three individual cases. I imagine the, the sequel will probably be... Um, Kill the Bride or something. It's Kill the Wabbit. <laughs> but without a gun. <laughs> um, I, yeah, do you, you think reckon we'll... Bugs would turn up? Bugs, of course, is a movie star in his own right. 
he, he came back in action at one point. He did indeed. And he found yeah. Nemo. Um, did, do you ever think we'll get to see the, the whole bloody affair? Of I mean, didn't they release it in Japan? Yeah, I think it, yeah, it got so, very, yeah, you very... Can easily, you can easily thus find it somewhere, because it exists. You can't easily find it. Yeah, probably download it. Uh, uh, if you can download it, I will love you forever. Yeah, but I'm not going to download it. I don't do piracy. I'd have to go to Japan. I have to look at all the lights, the food, the sake. So expensive. Who cares? I mean, I don't think it's available to download at all in, in any capacity. I think it only ever got a uh, screening. I thought it had um, a DVD set over there. Kill Bill the whole bloody affair DVD uh, Blu-ray. Yeah. Uh, nope. Doesn't no. look like it. Three disc set, it says here. Region A. Okay. But it doesn't have a... Release. No. Cover coming soon, apparently. Epic. Martial arts, but no drama or action. That's what this site's saying. Blu-ray.com. Blue-ray.com. Oh, yeah. Blu-ray.com is the home for that stuff, obviously. Strange. It says um, two movies, though. Yeah, because it is. But it's... Body one, body two. The whole bloody affair is one movie, though, surely. If you want to cut it down to one. Yeah, but you could say, right, I've edited down all of Star Wars movies into one Star Wars movie, so it's now one Star Wars movie, but it's still nine or eleven Star Wars movies, depending on how you've cut it down. By the way, the fact that in the main feed live-action franchise of Star Wars there's either nine or eleven films, I see what you're doing, Disney. (laughs) George Lucas did 9-11. Have you gone back to look at the footage lately? (laughs) You can't find the original footage anymore. It doesn't exist. You can't find the original footage? No, they've added spaceships and Jar Jar Binks does a dance. Uh, Random, like... Not random. Random elephant thing. It's the stuff he always wants to (laughs) Random elephant thing? Yeah, do you remember that in episode four? When they get to um, Tatooine, and I just remember like this big elephant thing, or I don't know what it was. Are but they some... not panthers? Maybe. But yeah, um... <laughs> how did we get into nine eleven? Um... Well, imagine a Tarantino nine eleven film. How do we get into nine eleven? When a tower and a plane love each other very but, much, oh my God, and the world is not, broken. Please, can we not? Jesus Christ. We can just add island out now. <laughs> well, shall we um shall we swiftly move on and let's watch uh, a documentary yes. outside of documentary month because documentary month is harder to do when there's no documentaries out. Yeah. <sighs> this world is broken. I don't want to have anything documented. <laughs> I just want to watch nothing, that's the stupidity. That's why I've got the Matrix on at the moment. Here comes Jerry Pants. Oh, that cipher. He's the cipher <laughs> rage. Well, pause that and oh, let's not like this. get started with. Not like this. <sighs> I'll just switch. wait. Don't worry. We'll switch in APOC. Oh, no. Oh, no. Here comes Neo. He's going to lose it. Checking that Neo's going to die. Yeah, when he killed a screen. All right, let's watch your documentary. My documentary? How do you know I made this? Because it's your, it's Cutie Pie 8. Yeah. Who do you know right now that's dangerous? Ah! Remember my agent, she was saying, well, we all kill each other at the end, and, you know, there's no money, and uh, nobody's ever heard of this Quentin guy. Eight movies, all of them, very successful. The resonance of his cinema is to push you. Our 90s auteur indie cinema, the equivalent of the French New Wave. Everyone is standing in the Quentin Tarantino line to work. I don't care who they are. And we had this meeting, and he seemed like kind of an overzealous geek. But guess what? He had the talent to back it up. The greatest fight any two women ever had in a movie. And yet their femininity never went away for a second. He didn't want to do the dancing. 
And he wrote the part that John Travolta played for Michael. Michael didn't do it. What a brilliant screenplay. Imagine having to sell those to pay your rent. This is how he views the world. Quentin comes in and he goes, well, I don't really trust Kristoff to kill you, so I'm going to do it myself. And I was just like, well, at least if I die, it's Quentin Tarantino who killed me today. He didn't change history. He's doing exactly the quintessential task of what storytelling is all about. What if? There's no dishonesty in anything that he writes or how people talk, feel, or speak. How's Quentin different from other directors? I never fear that my joy is going to be cut off. That was fun! <laughs> He's got his tent. He'll do other stuff. He's not going to fade out. I think he needs to live to 150 just so he can accomplish whatever he wants to accomplish. But for QT, eight. The first eight films. That's what you just watched. And I pretended I watched and dropped in every so often going, ha ha. Did you not enjoy that? Jordy, this is your episode. You talk. <laughs> right, have we started? Oh, yeah, we have. Um, oh, yeah, we opened I mean, the I, box set. I, um... About halfway through it, I was thinking to myself, do you know what? If I ever get sort of down in the dumps and feel like I am... I've lost my way, you know, and I don't feel as into film and stuff as much anymore. I, I think I could pop this on and it would just boost my confidence, confidence. But you know what I mean? It would just be like, oh, God, I, yeah, I remember. I remember why I love film because of this guy. And um, what happened? I... Did you not? Did you not like it at all? I, no, you I, said you said about halfway through. You thought that. I figured. Yeah, no, and then, no, no, and then no. the then the Weinstein element came. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, that makes it hard. It was a shame because I was thinking to myself, I could, I could easily this could be a film that I could just put in the background, you know, and listen to in these interviews. And I was like, no, no, I don't want to wake up and <laughs> hear Michael Madsen do a ten minute uh, piece. Of, we all knew. Sometimes you just worry. It's your career, yeah. your life. Could you imagine how bad it would be? It's such a shame that Tarantino's career is like tainted by all that. As a I mean, it's a bigger, yeah. I'll say it's um, Smith. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot true. of them out there which just they got that that taint for twenty years. That wine stink. But I gotta say the um the the sequence you just spoke about um with Michael Madsen that mm. was really good. Like the editing in that, like yeah. It became you know, very much like a uh, a video essay meets documentary. Yeah, I really liked. That. I was quite surprised. And I, was, and I was thinking there, going like, "Oh, Michael Madsen could narrate a whole documentary about this." And I figured probably should let someone who is a woman yeah. take hold of <laughs> narration. Yeah, maybe have uh, you know Uma Thurman yeah. discuss and get really angry. But it's like, I was so surprised how eloquent he is. <laughs> I was, I was surprised how eloquent um, Michael Madison was. <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't expect that from him, you know? And about, <laughs> was it like halfway through, I said, kind of wish I'd watched um, Michael Madison on uh, Big Brother when he turned up on Big Brother. Brother. I, just, I, I just remember when it was announced, and I was like, oh my God, my respect for Michael Madison was just like shot down. Um, but yeah, it would have been interesting to see what. <laughs> Did you ever watch any? You never watched any Big Brother, did you? Uh, the first never... Big Brother. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, Craig the Builder. Yeah. I get it. But... This is trash TV. Let's ignore this and hope that uh, regular TV comes back instead. Do you ever watch um, I'm a Celebrity at all? No. No. Never. You should, no, I think again, you again, trash TV. At that point, I knew it was trash TV. I wouldn't do a reality show. Hmm. I don't know. You don't put me um... in Apprentice. Don't put me through any of that shit. But um, yeah, no, I I really enjoyed this. Um, I mean, what did you learn? Well, I didn't know about the Pam Greer thing in Pulp Fiction. Did you? Well, I didn't even hear it very well. Oh, Pam Greer was in uh, was supposed to have a scene in Pulp Fiction with the wolf. 
and there was a whole sequence in the casino and stuff. Um, but it had to be cut, and so Tarantino, my little cue guy, uh, said, um, told her, oh, don't worry, I'm going to write a film for you next. And she's like, yeah, yeah, sure you will. And then he did um, Jackie Brown. The other thing... says second best film, his best film until 2009. The uh, the other thing I learned was the uh, the thing with Inglourious Bastards, which mm. was a bit... Dodgy, um, not dodgy, but like uh, it's a, you know, it's a bit too much. Too much. That he fired an extra because the extra wouldn't uh, couldn't answer questions. Like he said, shut the backstory of their character. Yeah, uh, it's a gig. You know how hard it is for people to find work in this industry, and you decided, hey, if you're not good enough for me, I don't want you there. Well, set your standards at a reasonable level and care about humans, empathy. Mm. Otherwise, you ignore your friend systematically raping everybody in the industry yeah. for 25 years and then come out and say you're shocked and startled. Yeah. Hmm, buddy. You've um, got a problem with your hands. But I, I like the way this flowed. It was... I mean, you could have done an entire documentary on each and every film. Right. Um, and have you watched the, there's a documentary on the box set isn't there which is I think like a two hour long documentary which I've not watched um, on the box set yeah the, the box Tarantino set? box set um, which Tarantino with, box set um, there's not too many but the main, the main I've one got that one came out got just... three, di- three DVD sets in them and that's got Reservoir Dogs Pulp Fiction and Jackie Brown that's a box set it's called the Quinn Tarantino box set hmm um, I've only I've seen one that was like, you know, four, in like a DVD box. But um, Wait, no, the the Blu-ray box which, which that four? came out before. I think it was up to Kill Bill. Right, well that's uh, two movies. Um, so I think five. Um, but um, the one we're up to Inglorious Bastards, the Blu-ray box set with the like really nice art. I uh, the, no clue. the Quentin Tarantino 20th anniversary one. Doesn't ring a bell, but you go ahead and talk. Oh, <laughs> well, there's a there's I know there's a there's like two special features discs, which I haven't really delved into, but I know I I think there's like a two hour long documentary on one of them. And watching this, I'm just like I'm very curious as to how it could be any better than this one. I was pleasantly surprised by this. I didn't. I didn't. Have think... you seen the? Noah Baumbach, um, Jake Paltrow film, De Palma. No, no. That came out a couple of years ago, wasn't it? came out a couple of years ago. It used to be on uh, Amazon Prime. It is Brian De Palma himself going through his career in each of his films. That would... Talking shots, thoughts, his career, evaluating the time that he was living in, the mindset, the people around him, and the landscape of the world at each point. And it's... It's, what, an hour and 40 minutes to go through 35, 40 years of his films? And it's brilliant and fascinating. You don't even have to know the films. You just go, oh, this is a person, and each five minutes is about a different film. You get to explore something. Great. Is is there much uh, on Mission Impossible? There's enough on Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah, no, I would love to see a Tarantino documentary with just Tarantino talking about his films. That would be... Also on Amazon Prime here, next to it, as I recommend, they've got 21 Years, the Richard Linklater doc, about uh, his career up until, I think, what, 20... I think Boyhood, up until Boyhood. What, so including Boyhood? I'm not sure if he's including Boyhood, because it would be around the same time, but certainly before midnight. I think probably Mm -hmm. up until before midnight, which is beautiful, because it's friendly people remembering the great times they had hanging out making films. And you know what controversy there is? Yeah. <laughs> no. Because Ethan Hawke is too pretty. He's too pretty. Julie Delpy, she's too pretty. Billy Bill Thornton, he's, he's not that pretty. But Jack Black, he's it, pretty cool. It would have been um, nice to have had uh, a cap for you for this. But... Yeah, or, 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 you know, Tarantino. Yeah. How about yeah. that? But if you're going in, like, oh, going right, fine, Tarantino is not going to be in this. Um, have have yeah. a couple of people who uh, 
worked on multiple films behind the scenes. A producer yeah. is not the same as someone who actually works on set. People talk up yeah. to the producers, people talk down to the crew, have some crew. Um, I like, there was, uh, there was a lot of um, Zoe Bell, I like that. Um, it was like Death Proof, there was too much Zoe Bell. Oh, come on now. It's <laughs> just a good joke. <laughs> a um, good that joke. was, that was uh, kind of heartwarming in the whole Death Proof segment where she says um, she didn't realise that she'd been like keeping her face out of shot entire time instinctively avoiding showing her face i i just i just love that he kind of gave her that film you know and well, then her half being... gave her half yeah <laughs> i gave kurt true. russell that film true um he gave himself so, the film because you know so i feel i feel like you you didn't appreciate this as much as me I was very checked um, out in this film. It was very kind of lazy and ham-fisted and didn't really flow at all. It was very tedious. Even really? though someone who wrote the films that oh, this is not really doing anything. Uh, I, when we got to the Inglourious Bastards moment, I was saying, like, I hope we get a, them talking about the three and the three. Three fingers. Um, Got to be specific about what you mean. And it was just at the end of the... In the credits. Well, it's like, yeah, Diane Kruger goes into that brief. Well, you couldn't miss, you know, discussing the fact that Tarantino wanted to choke her. Yeah, that's... Uh... Like like he's a regular Ezra Miller. <laughs> yeah, that's always a bit... Uh, whenever I see that bit in the film, I'm like, that's a bit creepy. Well, I didn't know that. Did you no, not know that? No, no, I don't like the film. Yeah. Yeah, I, whenever I see the film now, I I do off, I do always go, oh, God, yeah, you can tell it's Tarantino's hands. I can't because you know what? I don't know what Tarantino's hands instinctively look like. <laughs> that is not something that's just lodged in my brain. Oh, I, now, I, if I, I, if, I, if I briefly see the back of someone's blurred face out of focus in Joker doing a warm up, I or doing MC, and it's like, oh, that's Chris Red. That's cool. I know that <laughs> immediately even though he's never actually in shot or in focus in the entire film. But uh, Tarantino's hands, not so much. I wouldn't say Tarantino's hands are the Chris Red of Tarantino's films. Now his nose. Yeah. Tarantino's nose. What about his chin? I don't know what his chin looks like. Really? Yeah, is it big? Tarantino's chin? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got a bit of a Jay Leno thing going on. I, I've never seen Jalen in his chin. Enjoy <laughs> I try and stop him, and he's like, ah, I gotta go! <laughs> Get my cars! Boom, boom. Um, and it's, it's a bit out of date already in that they were saying, oh, you know, he's sacrificed to um, marriage and kids. <laughs> it's like, mm, not anymore. I um, mean, we don't know that for a fact. He might have sacrificed those two. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's a, how, a how, how it did on lockdown. <laughs> exactly. I mean, he can't um, invite friends over to watch films, so his poor wife having <laughs> to sit there looking after a child whilst he's screaming at her about, you know, out of date Czechoslovakian cinema of the 1960s. <laughs> and maybe just maybe the internet will break at the point when they try and talk about avant garde cinema. And that'd be bad. That would never happen to anyone. <laughs> Was this released before? Once upon a time in Hollywood. I think it was the uh, July, so. July. Oh, right. It's a time good thing I didn't rush to watch adjustment. it. Yeah, you would have seen poster. I would have been proper pissed off. Like they didn't really reveal anything, but still nothing because they had it. nothing to reveal. Yeah, I would have seen the uh, the Caprio walking through those doors though. Uh, so, oh, I, Jeff! I'm just looking at customer reviews on Amazon. Jeffrey yeah. has written uh, one like star Jeffrey review. from Toys R Us <laughs> has written one star review, Uh-oh. and it says female di- director likes Tarantino. Hurrah! So I get uh, Tim Roth, Mike Madsen, Forster, and Jackson, and some other actors. Enough said. Also, a female stunt woman who talks and talks like she's someone. What? Oh, this is why? Why never read the reviews? 
on Amazon. God. I, I don't. <laughs> but also, you know, female director does love Tarantino. Yeah. Yeah. Other directors um, love Tarantino as well. Gender is not, not the key to why people like Tarantino. Why do yeah, people like Tarantino? Because he's a, a great success story. Oh, success if stories you, already matter. If you hope that you could become like him. But you, you could, you could you're like. wasting your time not doing that at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Have you written anything lately? No. Well, then what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? When are you going to tell your first story? Well, I was excited about this, and now I'm just... <laughs> now you're feeling what the King of Staten Island did to me. Aww. Uh, Aww. I'm still broken. How do you feel about the King of Staten Island? How's that sitting? How's it sitting with me? Um, yeah. Yeah, I still like it. I still think it's Wrong. fun. I, 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 I do agree with the length. It is a bit too long, perhaps. Yeah, um... I'm not going to rush to rewatch it, but it could be one. Of, it could be a film I get on Blu-ray or something. It will never come out on Blu-ray. No, it will. No, it will go straight to cinemas. <laughs> the only way you can watch it is by going to a cinema. I was thinking that when the cinemas reopen, do you think they'll put that in? I don't think it's an option on the 450. Oh, it isn't. There's there are some that like came there are out, some like Trolls World Tour is an option. Yeah. Um, I think they know that the fans of the King of Staten Island have better things to do than go and ever watch the King of Staten Island ever again. I would have gone because have you seen the King of Staten Island? (laughs) If they had it on, if they had it on at the uh, West India Key or something, I'd pop over and go see it. Wow, I shall never ingratiate my life to that film again. (laughs) Um, What about um, QT Eight? Would you ever ingratiate your life with that again? Because you own nope. it, right? You own it on uh, iTunes, am I right? Why would I own it on iTunes? Didn't you buy it on iTunes? Nope, I rented it on Amazon. I rented it, I mean, I watched it on Prime. Why would I own it? How would I own it? What would be the point? For some reason, I, I own Gotti. Confusing, <laughs> as we all cats. do, a documentary about uh, Quint Tarantino with the uh, film Gotti. Then yes, <laughs> I don't know so, it either. By the way, <laughs> so would you would you go back to QT eight? No, nope, never again. No, no, no interest at all. There were no, no stories that were fascinating or fun enough to live in, and it's way too long. With uh, not enough exactly, it's way too long. <laughs> it really is. You're dealing with eight films at that length without much input from anybody. Did I hear right that they had planned to end? Django Unchained um, at King George's death. I'm sure the script. I feel like the script is much shorter than the film. Oh, was that the because uh, I remember reading the script the going, leaks? "This is good. This is at least yeah. This is good and you know, uh, tight, right. exciting." And then watching going, "This is fucking boring." What happened? Yeah, I never, I never read that leaked script. I, I think I've read the the release, the, the official released one. And it didn't end there. Um, I don't know about do you. What you think it would have been alright ending there? I mean, it'd be shorter. Yeah, and shorter. I don't know. I did like I did like that story that he was. He was like, oh, I came come to a decision. We're just going to completely fuck this setup and go yeah. another forty minutes or whatever. <laughs> Boring film. Very boring film. Poorly handled. Maybe if Sally Menke was around, they would have shut that shit down. That oh, was a nice segment, the, the Sally Menke. Just do but not that. nearly long enough. No, let's just spend an hour and a half about Sally Menke. Yeah. Still for the glory of editing. This podcast well, going on. <laughs> Alright, well, I'm... thank you for indulging me. You seem to be doing that a lot recently. Oh, good. I'm a submissive at this point. Big Daddy Johnny has to tell me what to do. Well, I'm ready for the question. We'll, we'll wrap this up. Are you What's mad that, that uh, you watch a documentary about but not featuring Quentin Tarantino? I don't know, when you put it like that, I suppose, yeah. 
I'm mad. I'm mad that he's not in it. Yeah, but, but are I'm you? Not, are I'm you mad. moving? I'm mad. not mad. I am. Mm, yeah, I am moving mad. I am moving mad for this. It's 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 a nice way to rekindle my love for cinema and Tarantino and storytelling. But cinema doesn't exist, and Tarantino is not doing anything. So you've got no no reason to kindle any loves. <laughs> there is nothing to kindle. It's over. It's done. Wonder what he's doing. Famous right saying about it. It's over and done with. It's over. It's over. It's over and done with. It's over and done with. When do you think we'll get another his next film? Uh, the day after Tenet comes out. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, mm-hmm. that's genius. That's funny genius. I'm a funny man doing what I funny can. Well, where can we find you being funny other than on this podcast? Melting deeply into a spiral of hate and depression. At Ethan Runt on Twitter, where you can see what that sounds like. What about you, Johnny? I am at movie underscore mad on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I should really post more. Are you movie Um, underscore mad? Are you at movie underscore mad indeed? Is our Twitter. That's where we are on Twitter as well. How convenient. How convenient. What excitement we have wrathed him, wrathed on for us. <sighs> Are you moving mad at hotmail.com? Yeah, that's an email address. You can email us. Hopefully not spam. We keep getting spam. And I don't want spam anymore. Spam, I want spam, actual spam. meat. Give me the uh, meat. What is, uh, what is next week's film? Next week I'm submitting back to you once more. We're going to celebrate the... At the height of summer blockbuster season with an old film that was a huge summer release a couple of years ago. And you're submitting to me again. I'm submitting to you because I've seen this film. I know what this is and I would never watch it again, but here we are. We've got two and I can't change it. You You can't change it. You're like, I really want to watch this on Netflix. Like, great. Okay. Because everything I had planned oh, right. <laughs> by the coronavirus and the fact we're going to have fun next week. We're not going to have fun. Week's next week's going to be one fun. One of us has seen the film and knows we can't have fun with it. Because one of us went in to see the film opening day with good faith <laughs> and said, Good grief. <laughs> Dabter. Next week's going to be fun. Crack <laughs> it open. Oh, God. Shut up. It was on TV as well the other night. I was almost oh, going to watch it, but I was like, no, no, save it. Because save it because Andrew wants to watch it what on the podcast. What the fuck have we got left to do in this world? I can't, it's much longer. Going insane. Well, go and cool yourself down and... Um, Hi, you... I'm down. <laughs> cool you cool yourself, yourself down. You know, big boy sweaty pants. Before you get yourself all hot and bothered again next week. Well, you know I will. Are You Movie Mad is part of the Podnose Network, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network, produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Grimwood. To find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com.